two different days in the year that I question. There's Mother's Day and there's Father's Day. As a trans person, as a trans woman, which one do I celebrate? Father's Day rolled around. I did. I don't feel like a father. Mother's Day is tomorrow. I feel like a mom, but who celebrates me? Why can't we just have a parent's day? Like you're a parent, that's worth celebrating. Why does it have to be one or the other? Ah, yes. Well, I think of you as a mother. And on that, I think we can all agree. That is, uh, obviously, it sounded just like your mom, right? It should just be Parents' Day because the Democrat Party is suffering from group mental illness. It's an epidemic. Mental illness really is... I think the number one crisis in America today, I've come to this conclusion reluctantly, Joe Biden, his brain, she's a broke, she's a no good. We have Kamala, Kamala Harris. We have government officials all over the place that say, oh no, the border is closed. Everything is great. No, the cities are wonderful. Sure, they're open-air mental asylums and everybody's having their brains bashed in. Just don't do anything about it because the Democrat Party will find a rope and a tree and they'll lynch you. Speaking of uh, Daniel Penny, the uh, former United States Marine in New York, who the uh, Democrats, they got that George Soros radical extremist uh, prosecutor in New York City, just, uh, just another one. And that uh, crazy mayor, Eric Adams, who I had some hope for him, but he's been a complete uh, failure. Uh, Alvin Bragg, the Soros guy, um, no grand jury. We don't need no stinking grand jury. And uh, he's going to, Daniel Penny, uh, just give me a rope and a tree, and they're good to go. Uh, And uh, pretty amazing stuff. The uh, American people have spoken. Uh, I understand that this morning they broke $2 million. There is a, uh, a, a legal defense fund that has been set up for the Marine, Daniel Perry, who is being lynched by the left. The left is pro-mental illness, and they're, they're pro-open-air mental asylum, and they, they like more violent crime and vicious mentally ill criminals uh, everywhere in the streets. And, boy, they're everywhere in Washington, D.C. They're everywhere in New York. They're everywhere in Chicago. They're everywhere in San Francisco. They're everywhere in Los Angeles. And not only that, I was hearing reports this weekend uh, out of Annapolis, Maryland, Annapolis, uh, home of the United States Naval Academy. And uh, a friend of mine went to the uh, farmer's market there yesterday in Annapolis, Maryland, and uh, crazy mentally ill people there because the Democrats, the Democrat Party, they're the party of mental illness, and they're they're mainstreaming it, just like that confused, that gender-confused person. And, no, I'm, not, I'm definitely not a father, but I... I feel kind of like a mother. Why don't we just have Parents' Day? Why don't you just seek therapy? Why don't you just find the proper blend of medications? Why don't you sit down and uh, just kind of let everybody else mind their own business and you mind your own business? How about that? Uh, but this is the left. They, they never settled for everybody minding their own business. They uh, No more Mother's Day because now that I'm a woman, uh, but uh, you know I'm not really a mom, but I'm not really a dad. I think we should just have Parents' Day, you know? Okay, says the party that destroyed the American family, the nuclear family, especially in the black community. Is that a community? 
I uh, who was it? What was it? A ten-year-old girl shot in Washington D.C. last night? Not news. It's not a, not even news in D.C. Ten-year-old girl shot in Washington D.C. last night. Do you think she was a person of color, Michael? Was she potentially, possibly a person of color? Not a story. You know why? Because Daniel Penny didn't shoot her. If Daniel Penny had shot her, that'd be a wall-to-wall, bumper-to-bumper, satellite trucks, anchor men and women, and some in between, just anchors. What do you call an anchor that's neither a man uh, nor a woman? Just an, an anchor person? It, it could be an anchor person. Uh, an anchor, an anchor thing, an anchor. You just call it an anchor in uh, society. So, uh, uh, yeah, apparently uh, Daniel Penny Legal Defense Fund now breaks $2 million. You know why? Because it's a form of voting. Democrats don't like legitimate votes. They don't, they don't like uh, things like that. It's a form of voting. And the American people are speaking up and saying, you know what? Enough of the open-air mental asylum where everyone lives in fear and where uh, big, strong, brave men are supposed to be sidelined by the demented Democrat Party. And uh, all big, strong, brave men who serve in the Marine Corps are supposed to sit there in the subway and text with their earbuds in. Uh, And then after the crazy person murders the lady who's living in terror every day, you know, then maybe they'll do something, but then they'll still give you the sob story about the murderer because they, uh, you know, you can't just love the murder. You also have to love the murderer. That's your Democrat party. And when a 10-year-old African-American girl is shot in the crossfire of a Democrat party gunfight, uh, pointing out once, with illegal guns, no legally owned guns, uh, pointing out once again that the problem is not our guns, it's your son's. And proving once again, the Democratic Party isn't, and friendly fire isn't, uh, just and common sense isn't, and common decency isn't. Uh, I just, I'm, I'm marveling at the world that the Democrats have created, and then our news media. We have our news media, of course, which uh, doesn't cover the uh, story. Whatever happened, you remember that uh, story where the uh, the guy, what was his name, Daryl E. Brooks or something, that... Uh, ran over the Christmas parade in Waukesha, Wisconsin, with the dancing grannies, and he murdered six people and injured 60 or 61 more. Um, But he was a black guy who was a black militant and a racist, as online profile shows, and a Black Lives Matter supporter. Uh, It's a good thing he wasn't with uh, the, you know, Oath Keepers or something, because then it'd be a big story. But they dropped that story like it was a flaming bag on their front doorstep. And uh, that story just went away. So, well, where, where'd that go? Did they cover that bumper to bumper like the Kyle Rittenhouse story in Kenosha where that Democrat serial child rapist uh, attacked the 17-year-old community lifeguard while they were burning the city and looting and sacking and plundering? And all that was okay. And the bad guy was the 17-year-old that was running away, running for his life, while the, no kidding, serial child rapist raped five little boys, went to prison, mental institution, completely insane, out on the streets. And uh, he's the hero of the story. Pretty amazing stuff. Which, you know, uh, brings to mind a couple of news media polls. There was another, um, it was, when was this? It was, uh, I guess, a month ago now. An Associated Press poll, um, most people say the media adds to division in the United States of America. Turned out 74% of us, you know, whenever the media talks about us, they always say them. Have you noticed that? 
they and them, those are our pronouns <laughs> when it comes to the news media. And uh, 74% of us, because I'm uh, one of the American people, not like all the illegal aliens flooding across the border, increase political divisions, decrease political divisions, don't have any impact, the Associated Press asked in a poll. 74% of us said the news media increases political divisions. Only 6% said the news media decreased political divisions, and that's because 6% of our population actually worked for the news media, I think. It's the only possible explanation for that, or our family members of the news media. Uh, which, again, the New York Times did a poll. They had a poll last year, now it was October of last year, the, toward the end of last year, uh, 2022, perhaps you've heard of it. Do you think the mainstream media is a threat to democracy? The New York Times asked that question in a poll. Do you think that uh, is a threat to democracy? And your choices were a major threat to democracy, a minor threat to democracy, not a threat to democracy, or don't know. Interestingly, only 2% said they don't know. Pretty much everybody else had an opinion. That 2% definitely voted for Biden. But the uh, here it is. 59% of us in a New York Times poll, always skewed, 59% of us, basically 6 in 10 of us, said that the news media, the mainstream media, that was the language they used, major threat to democracy, to democracy itself. 59%. Another 25% said the news media is a minor threat to democracy. Yeah, major. Uh, but 6 in 10 basically said major threat to democracy, the news media. Another 25%, another quarter, said uh, minor threat to democracy. So what do you get if you add those up, Michael? You get uh, 70, you get uh, 84% of us, 84% of us say that the media is a threat to democracy. And you know what the news media did about this? They just didn't report the poll. The New York Times had a little blurb. They buried it in their own paper, and uh, they kind of hit it. And uh, just, just amazing. The, uh, so 84% of us say the news media is a threat to democracy. You'd think they'd go to the Aspen Institute and sit down and you know, smoke dope and have a conversation about this, but they didn't. They didn't do anything about it. 84%. Is there any other industry uh, in the United States or anywhere in the world where 84% of the population believes that this industry is a threat to democracy? You, you understand now why I left uh, CNN all those years ago. <laughs> um, because I saw that coming. I would have, I would have voted that way long ago. Just, uh, just amazing stuff. Uh, 84% view the news media as a threat to democracy. The New York Times. The New York Times. Uh, just remarkable stuff. How can that be? Why would, that, uh, why would we view the uh, news media, the mainstream media, the language that the New York Times used, as a threat to democracy? Uh, and the answer is simple. Just look at every day's news. Here is, I brought in three of my Washington Post uh, A-sections. They have an A-sectional. They have a metro-sectional. They have a C-sectional. And uh, none of them is good. So here is my, and I talked about some of this uh, last week, the uh, Friday headline, front page, Washington Post. This is about the border now. The lead story, upper right-hand corner, A-sectional, front page, uh, Friday, May 12th. Record migrant surge at border. Wait, surge? Record? 
migrant surge at border. That's Friday. Here's Saturday's front page headline above the fault. At the border, a reset, but no surge. But no surge. So, hey, Surge, would you like an espresso? Um, so, at the border, a reset, but no surge. Crossings, uh, I mean, this is just, it's just amazing stuff. Um, uh, it, it, so, wait a minute. On, on Friday, there was a record surge on the front page. And then on Saturday, no surge. That's the headline. Headline Friday, headline Saturday. And then I got my newspaper this morning. Today is Monday for Democrats trying to follow along. And here is the headline, uh, front page above the fold, Washington Post today. A costly predicament for D.C. amid an expected border surge. Now, you guys are off your meds. You guys, you know, you need a surge in uh, mental health because you you people. Now, now, how can that be? That doesn't make any sense, of course. Friday, major surge. Saturday, no surge. Monday, surge again, uh, but only in D.C., but in reality, it's across the country. That That's your news media. If you believe them Friday and then believe them Saturday, then you are mentally ill. You don't know uh, how to read the newspaper. That's, that's, just, uh, that's just amazing stuff. And, and as for um, Daniel Penny in New York City, he's the villain of the story. And the Democrat Party has just opened up the mental institutions into your neighborhood. Do you see that they're housing uh, illegal aliens in a, in a school which in New York City, which is still open? And the kids are going to school in the school. And the gymnasium, no more gym class because it's full of illegal aliens. And the mayor there, Eric Adams, a former cop and a disgrace to every office he's ever held, uh, uh, putting him on buses and sending him to the suburbs up in Rockland County outside of New York. Right? In San Diego, they're, of course, completely overwhelmed. From, from San Diego to New York City, the Democrats. And where's our news media on this? Chapstick and... Uh, you know, the fluffers of the American news media. Keeping in mind, again, that Benito's, Benito Mussolini's definition of fascism, fascism is a merger of state and corporate power. Look at the corporate media and the Democrat Party and get back to me about that. We're at 888-630-9625. Joe Biden stoking the, uh, the, the embers of racism at Howard University on Saturday. And then, what do he call it, a black... HBCU, right? Yeah. The B in HBCU is for black, but he called it a black agent. And uh, white supremacy is the number one terror threat in the United States of America. He told the graduating uh, African-Americans at Howard University. Pretty amazing stuff. Um, And uh, weddings are having their hotels taken away. You know, they had uh, booked them months ago for their wedding parties. And now the Democrats are stealing their hotel rooms to give them to illegal aliens. That's good. We got LGBTQIAA plus because Democrats. Um, And uh, Daniel Penny, hero or uh, ought to be lynched in Central Park. Your Democrat party in the dock today, 888-630-9625. Hey, Chris here with some exciting news. Now you can listen to me live on the WMAL app. 
Doesn't matter if you're in your car, in the office, on the go. The WMAL app delivers crystal clear around-the-clock news coverage anywhere with cell service or Wi-Fi. So don't miss a second of your favorite shows. Download the WMAL app today on the Apple App Store or at Google Play Store. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. I I mentioned a 10-year-old girl was shot yesterday on Mother's Day. And I went to uh, Al Gore's Amazing Internet to pull up a story on it. NBC4, the NBC affiliate Channel 4 in Washington, D.C., our nation's capital, with the headline, heinous act, in quotation marks, colon. They love their colons. Ten-year-old riding in car shot during barrage of D.C. gunfire. Now, listen to the writing here, because this is really something. The speech speaks to the public schools. Maurizio Casillas and Dominique Moody typed the story. It begins... A 10-year-old girl is seriously hurt after a bullet fired during a barrage of gunfire in Northeast D.C. on Sunday hit her in the car as her family headed home, authorities say. The search for the shooter is ongoing. Now, I'm sorry, what? I could go over that first sentence for a while, but I got to get to the next one. The child's family had celebrating Mother's Day and was in the 3700 block of Hayes Street Northeast, comma, northwest of DC 295 when they heard gunshots, Assistant Chief Andre Wright of the Metropolitan Police Department said. I'm sorry, what? The uh, 10-year-old girl is seriously hurt after a bullet fired during a barrage of gunfire in northeast D.C. on Sunday hit her in the car. It hit her in the car, right in the car. The, the child's family had celebrating, I think it's supposed to be had been celebrating, had celebrating Mother's Day and was in, not on, the 3700 block of Hay Street Northeast, comma, northwest of DC 295. They realized the child had been shot in the upper body and rushed to a firehouse. They realized she had been rushed to a firehouse also. Nice writing. Named one of the best personal finance podcasts, The Stacking Benjamin Show with Joe and his friends makes financial literacy fun. I got an email today from the LenPenzo.com HR department. I find oh. it really interesting. <laughs> I'm an employee of one at this company, so but somebody from the HR department sent me an email telling me that I had a raise. If I just opened the attachment, I could see how much my raise was. Make sure you click on the links that are in there, too. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Yeah, I can't wait. This is I'm excited. Find out more by searching the Stacking Benjamins podcast wherever you listen. All right. Yeah, I, uh, the journalism here, Channel 4, pretty amazing stuff. 
Yeah, sure. They realized the child had been shot in the upper body and rushed to a firehouse. That's what they realized, because that's what that sentence says. She was then rushed to a hospital. Seems like a better idea. She was in critical condition, Wright said. Information was not released on where in the body she was shot. As it said back here, she was shot right in the car. Uh, journalism. Journalism ain't what it used to be. Let's go to the uh, telephones, Michael. Let's go to uh, let's go to Danny calling from Washington, D.C. Daniel, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hey, Chris, good morning. You know, poor, poor Muriel Bowser thinks that uh, this is a affront to her having migrants sent to D.C. because she's too stupid to realize that you know, that's where Congress is. And, oh, oh yeah, the borders are uh, Kamala. And, uh, you know, she's still wondering how she's going to find $750,000 to get pickleball courts where they're more interested out of self-preservation for playing Dodge Bullet over <laughs> in Northeast and Southeast D.C. That's exactly right. Forget and, you know, dodgeball. It's stupid. Yeah. Because the assistant chief, the assistant chief last night said, well, this is just unnecessary and it is horrendous that people would just open fire on moving vehicles. I'm like, okay, so what are you going to do about it, dude? I mean, there's nothing they can do about it. But you don't get the, but you don't get News Four saying anything about it. And uh, you know, today is tomorrow. Yesterday, you know, Kamala, hold up a minute. Yeah, <laughs> Kamala, dear, uh, it's your village. They want their idiot back. I mean, this is ridiculous. <laughs> this is ridiculous, and it's like people, you're losing your voting base in this city at a geometric rate. And you're worried about $750,000 for pickleball courts? My God, there, there was a, 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 a rumble about two or three months ago where Congress was actually considering revoking D.C.'s home rule charter. God, I hope that happens. I live because here, and I hope that happens. Into, yeah, well, I grew up here, and I still live here. And it's just they've destroyed this city. They really have, and it's a shame. And, uh, you know, hopefully it gets better, but I don't see it happen. No time soon. Uh, and, and let me tell you something. We were talking about it in the morning meeting as well. <laughs> um, it is, and I was talking about it last week. You go into, doesn't matter where you go, the place has been looted recently. It could be the grocery store. They had to change all the rules at the grocery stores in Washington because the Democrat Party has raised a generation of looters and they have blessed it and sanctioned it and okayed it. And, um, and they, um, that, you know, the, the, uh, the giant food stores. But here's the thing, Danny. Uh, I got a friend who lives out, I think he's in uh, Vienna. Jeff lives, uh, lives out that way. And the giant food store there, um, giant food store there, they, they had two entrances. Now they have one because the looting, the theft has become so rampant. Uh, in the city, the safe, Safeways and the giant food stores, I don't really go to the Whole Foods. I'm sure they've done the same thing. Um, the, the theft is so rampant. Uh, the looting at the CVSs, there is video that uh, came up, I think, over the weekend, came out over the weekend, um, where uh, the, the, a Democrat came in and with big empty bags and just uses his arm to sweep everything off of shelves load up the bags, and then walk out. A friend of mine in Florida sent me video over the weekend in his neighborhood. It was a Walmart or something, and a guy 
comes in and a big, strong guy loads up his right shoulder with a stack of clothing uh, as long as his arm, probably, you know, 40 or 60 items on his shoulder of clothing and just casually walks out the front door. The Democrats have made looting normal. They lit- and as no, don't make no mistake, this is the Democratic Party. Kamala Harris was involved in raising bail money during the riots. You know, they now I mean the riots have just kind of morphed and changed. They're still attacking the police, they're still looting, they're still stealing. It's it is, you know, they're tiny riots. They're micro riots everywhere you look. And the crazy people on the streets. This is what this Daniel Penny New York thing is all about. And again, I believe that the Legal Defense Fund has now exceeded $2 million for Daniel Penny in, uh, in New York City because it's an opportunity for Americans to speak up and say, I'm with that guy. I'm with the guy. I'm not with the crazy guy screaming who's insane and mentally ill, who the Democrats turn into a hero, who the media have turned into a martyr, a victim, and a hero. And it's a tragic outcome, obviously, and a perfectly predictable outcome for his tragic life, which was built entirely by the Democrat Party in New York City. And his mother was murdered when he was young by a Democrat. And then Joe Biden goes to Howard University and says that the number one terror threat in the United States of America is white supremacy. There have been more massacres by transgender, non-binary, mass-murdering suicide attackers in the last couple of years than there have been white supremacists in the last 10 years. It's just that the lie is so big. And by the way, the numbers are kind of disproportionate. Um, So there should be a lot more, but whatever, the, uh, the Democrat Party. And Joe Biden propagandizing, brainwashing the the graduating class at Howard University, uh, as he called it, a black HBCU. Uh, the B in HBCU is black, historically, historically black uh, colleges and universities, and he calls it a black HBCU. And he's, I'm not just saying this because I'm at a black HBCU. Oh, you're not? Really? You go around saying this all the time? And this is the guy... This is from the guy who eulogized the exalted Cyclops of the KKK at his funeral. From the guy who didn't want his kids going to a school in a racial jungle in Delaware when they were racially integrating schools uh, while his kids were growing up not so long ago. And, you know, he was the segregationist king uh, forever and ever. And then he has the temerity uh, to go to Howard University, which, by the way, is where uh, Kamala Harris went to school. Uh, So one of the few things that I like about her, at least she didn't go to Harvard like all the other idiots that are running our country into the side of a cliff. Uh, Just amazing stuff. Amazing stuff. Joe Biden is is racial jungle. Just uh, just amazing. And we've got some Joe. We're going to share that with you, the Howard University thing. Uh, And in the meantime, uh, Danny, since you mentioned the uh, the border czar, Kamala Harris, uh, genius that she is. Buses of migrants arrive at VP Harris's home as Title 42 expires. This is from three days ago now, three days ago from the Fox 5 channel. Thursday morning, another group of migrants was bussed to Vice President Kamala Harris's residence, and D.C. officials say the district is being used in the political war over immigration, 
Uh, and and the Democrat Party is the warring party. They're the invading army. They, the Democrat Party created all of this. We've got people from 116 countries entering one county from Central Asia, the stands, right? uh, Tajikistan and <clears throat> Uzbekistan showing up at our border. We've got Chinese up the yin-yang. Can you say Chinese up the yin-yang? I had... Uh, doing my show at, at Newsmax, and I was talking to the to the nice uh, people there. And um, uh, they had, they sent a, a Greta Van Susteren and, and her producers went down to, um, went down to Colombia just a couple of weeks ago. And they found untold numbers of Chinese and Central Asian and African and people from the Kuwait and the Arab world uh, the producer, Tom Bird, was was telling me about it. And all these people from all over the world in Colombia, which is being used as a staging area to come to the United States of America. And the news media, which is the most corrupt institution in America, as I've been saying for years, and the most insidious power the media has is the power to ignore, as I've also been saying for years. And Benito Mussolini defined fascism as a merger of state and corporate power and the Democrat Party and the corporate media have merged uh, to spread the lie, the big lie, as their boy Joseph Goebbels of the Socialist Workers Party in Germany used to say, a lie told once remains a lie, a lie told a thousand times becomes the truth. And uh, boy, oh boy, the Democrat Party and what they're doing. And Kamala is our borders are. So we had on uh, Thursday, Channel 5, buses arrived from Texas, uh, very, very upset. And then we had another one, at least one more bus. Um, Last night, Texas sends migrants to Naval Observatory near VP residence's home. Uh, And and it's, um, you know, because you can't get in the fence line. It's as close as you can get to the VP's residence. Texas send migrants to Naval Observatory near VP Harris's home once again. And Texas governor continues to bust migrants to sanctuary cities. Well, they are sanctuary cities because they declared themselves to be sanctuary cities. But they all think that El Paso should take 15 million migrants and stack them like cordwood because that's your Democrat party. Have you seen them in El Paso? Every street, every sidewalk, every alleyway is... Homeless, penniless, largely illiterate, non-English speaking, illegal aliens, just laying everywhere, waiting for their bus transport somewhere or their plane ticket somewhere. And then Joe Biden comes out and lies about it. We've got some Joe Biden audio about this. He was out trying to ride his bike again. Did he fall over? Did he fall over again? Not on camera. He was. Uh, they, they, they'd probably corporate media would probably edit it out this time anyway because it was kind of embarrassing. But uh, just amazing. Uh, Joe Biden trying to ride his bike. He's wearing a helmet. I think he wears a helmet at home at night too, just in case. Pretty amazing. And uh, he said, "Oh no, there's nothing to see here. Really, things are real good." How okay. do you think things are going at the border, sir? Much better than much, much better than you all expected. <laughs> do you have any plans to visit no, the border? No, I think. <laughs> Pardon me? Do you have any plans <laughs> to visit the border? Not in the near term, no. No, it'd just be disruptive, not anything else. 
First of all, a nice pointed question. How do you think sir, how do you think things are going at the border? That's the question you ask with the tsunami that we're watching down there, the human tsunami that we're seeing at the border with uh, cities, states, suburban counties being overwhelmed by the number of of illegals coming into the country. How do you think things are going at the border? More chapstick, please. Wow. You sure he didn't fall over? Because I know he likes to fall over. There's that great video of him. He rides his bike up and he stops and forgets to put his foot down. He forgot to put his... When your bicycle stops, that's when you put your foot down. <laughs> and somebody else in the background is laughing. Probably another reporter. Maybe a White House staffer trying to make it seem jovial and jocular. Ask him about ice cream now. How do you think things are going at the border? Wow, that's an edgy question, Cupcake. Uh, well done. Boy, oh boy. And then Alejandro Mallorca was on uh, the television on CNN. Uh, they call it State of the Union. That's what they call it. It's a government event, the State of the Union. That's what they call it. And Alejandro Mallorca, listen to this gigantic lie. The United States Border Patrol has experienced a 50% drop in the number of encounters versus what we were experiencing earlier in the week before Title 42 ended at midnight on Thursday. It is still early. We are in day three. It, 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 it's still early. We're in day three. It's a 50% drop. Now, here's the thing. Last week was an all-time record high number of illegal crossings. And uh, also, he's not telling the truth. He is, how do you say, lying. And there are members of Congress, well, it was uh, Ted Cruz, I think it was, over the weekend, just said it straight out. Alejandro Mayorkas is a liar, and he's lying, which that's against the rules in Washington, but that's because it's a city full of liars. It's just amazing. Alejandro Mayorkas, uh, was he on with Dana Bash? Was it Dana Bash? Um, because, you know, Dana Bash's ex-husband is one of the guys that signed on to that uh, intelligence disinformation tampering in our elections uh, intelligence community, the, the merger of state and corporate power moment. Alejandro Mayorka. Ah, yes. And uh, let's move on to New York Representative Anthony Desposito, Anthony Desposito was on the television and um, he uh, he thinks we're being fibbed to. Secretary Mayorkas is running around Washington, D.C. the last couple days uh, on this, uh, you know, on this high that's saying that uh, we've seen a dramatic drop in uh, illegal crossings. That was a week ago. We had the highest numbers that we've seen ever. Uh, so that's like running around and celebrating a Category uh, 3 hurricane instead of a Category 4 hurricane. It just doesn't make sense. And the same issues fall uh, into New York. There were no plan. It was very easy for Mayor Adams uh, during his campaign to tout the fact that New York City was a sanctuary city. We welcomed everyone with open arms uh, until he actually had to deal with it. Yeah. Gosh. Last week, there were 24 murders in New York City. This week, only 19. Things are looking up. That's great stuff. You're a Democrat party. Uh, Congressman uh, Anthony Desposito from uh, New York, a Republican, and uh, therefore his head is not wedged into a dark and remote location. 
just uh, amazing stuff. And where's our media on this? Well, I had your uh, post headlines on on Friday. It's a record surge. On Saturday, it's no surge. And then on Monday, it's the expected border surge. They leave you to sort it out for yourself. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Title Transference aired October 27, 2004. Director James Marshall, writers Todd Slavkin, Darren Swimmer. I really like this episode, and I'm surprised that you don't like it as much as you thought you did. I actually respect your opinion more than I respect my own in general. (laughs) (laughs) When you say things are good and I check them out, they are. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen. So Joe Biden, Joe Biden went to Howard University on Saturday for the commencement address where he spread racial division and racial hatred, Uh, Klansman that he is, a member of the Democrat Party. And um, this week is police week and all kinds of events in Washington, D.C. I don't think he's going to attend or address any of the police week events in Washington, D.C. Let's go to the phones, Michael. Let's go to Mike calling from Stafford, Virginia. Mike, you're on the Chris Plant Show. Hey, Chris. It's been a while. I, I called back in December. I don't know if you remember. A retired FBI agent, uh, the guy was killed in the line of duty. And I, I just uh, was hoping by May things have changed with the FBI leadership. But obviously they, they seem to have gotten worse. And I, uh, I don't think they should be allowed to use the FBI motto, the fidelity, bravery, integrity is, um, you know, fidelity to me is loyalty, and it's not loyalty to a political party. It's the loyalty to the Constitution and the American people. And the bravery to me is the courage to stand up for what's right, and um, I don't think that's being done. And integrity is just, you know, strong moral principles. And I, I think DOJ and FBI leadership have, have lost their moral compass, but... Uh, I just wanted to put that in because I I was hoping things in the last five months have changed, but they've gotten worse. But my real reason for calling, and you just mentioned it, is that, you know, today is the uh, end of watch roll call for police week. And there's going to be, I I think the number is 556 will be honored. uh, And of that number, there's 224 killed in the line of duty this year. And that's just uh, way too much. And I just wanted to have your listeners uh, say a prayer for their families and uh, and uh, those heroes that uh, and made the ultimate ultimate uh, sacrifice. Um, I know it's the top of the hour and we got to go, but uh, I just wanted to throw that in there. And again, keep up the good work, Chris. You you know keep up the fight. We're we're gonna we're gonna get by this at some point. I certainly hope so. The fight is on, and you know it's unfortunate that that the left has taken over the Democrat Party and the news media and academia. And uh, they're hell-bent on sinking this country. Saluting you, Mike. The Ed Milet Show showcases the greatest peak performers sharing their journey, knowledge, and thought leadership. This is one of the all-time best pieces of advice ever given on the show. Actor Rain Wilson. The number one thing that psychologists point to with young people of why they are struggling so much in this mental health epidemic is they don't have resilience. So how do you build resilience if you don't understand suffering itself? The Ed Milet Show is available on YouTube or wherever you listen. <laughs> 